Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Time to catch up with a better half of the Saturday session. Let's go to Pakistan. He is big. He's a big deal in Pakistan. We know that. He's our dear friend, the best-looking man in all of international cricket commentary. It's Grant Elliott, who survived another week in Pakistan because um, he's here with us now. You didn't have to go through any 140k bus rides this time to survive the last seven days? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I think it was too traumatic, the bus trip, so they just made us stay in Rawalpindi in Islamabad. But, I mean, this has been interesting. It has been interesting because uh, there's security protocols, which... I don't know how consistent they are, but, um, you know, they're, they're, they're happening. But when Carl Mills drove me home from Islamabad, uh, uh, the center of the, the town one night, I did start questioning it. But it's been good. It's been good. Millsy's gone home. So my gym partner in the morning has uh, gone home. He's playing in a, in a golf tournament uh, with all his mates. And I'm here stuck with the one days. Brilliant. Okay. And, of course, last week you broke curfew. You snuck out through security to have a night out. You didn't do that. You learned your lesson. Some key learnings for you, Grant Elliott, is listen to those who do security in Pakistan. Well, I wouldn't say snuck out. I'd just say that maybe security didn't see where we were going because uh, they're on high alert now. I'll tell you that. Wherever we go, there's, uh, there's quite a bit of security. Um, <laughs> But there's, there's a really nice um, area. It's almost like the Strip in Christchurch. Uh, and you can get some awesome dinners there. We've been to Chop Chop Walk. We've been to Fuko, which is an Italian. And we've been to a Japanese restaurant. So um, we try and get out as commentators group every night um, that we're not playing. And we try and just have a nice dinner out. Uh, Lisa Stalake has joined us, and so is Mark Butcher. So I used to be at Surrey with Mark Butcher. So it's good to see old friends and uh, new faces. Well, Butcher's a great commentator too. I'm sure you work uh, loving working alongside him for sure. All right, should we talk some cricket? Gee, like long gaps between some games during the series. Um, what have you been doing? Hold up in your hotel. Are you watching a lot of the IPL as well? I mean, the cricket nerd you are. Yeah, there's um, there's a few channels floating around. Like there's this thing called a Fire Stick that people have got, and um, yeah, it's it's got all the channels that you your heart desires. So we've been watching a little bit of the IPL. It was good when there was the double header because it started at three p.m. and then you could watch it all the way through. But um, starts at seven p.m. So generally, sort of gets in the way of dinner. But yeah, we've been watching a bit of cricket you know, going to the gym, and then there is a mall here. Every now and then the crew goes to the mall. Got a big South African contingent here from Super Sport, that, uh, the cameraman and that, which is great. So I'm touching up on my Koza and my Zulu again. <laughs> uh, but gr- great, great bunch of people. And, uh, I mean, that's what it's about. You know, when you travel, I realized in my cricket career, it's about people and it's about the team and the connections that you make, you know. The game itself and commentating, it's what you do, but it's always around that side. So I don't mind the down downtime as long as you're making those connections. Yeah, he's been firing stick, ladies and gentlemen, a bit like Devin Conway in the IPL. See what I did there. Hey, Mark Chapman was someone we talked about at great length. 
halfway through the T20 series. Um, actually, it was after game four, I think, we last spoke, wasn't it, Grant? He then goes one better. He trumped all he did in the first four games, which was excellent, uh, and then goes out and plays a match-winning uh, 100 alongside Jimmy Nation. What an amazing partnership that was. Uh, to finish the series level in Pakistan, I, I didn't give any New Zealand any chance. Bow down to Mark Chapman, Jimmy Neesham. That must have been something, um, you know, to make a former black cap in yourself quite proud to watch. Oh, I was watching the game and I said to the commentators, I said, in over five, because we lost quick wickets, I just said, if we, you know, the next three overs, this will define the game. You know, we needed 12 and over then. So if we went slow then, it would have ramped up to 15, 16, and then you're going, well, it's no chance from there on in because there's just too many overs to work with. And um, they just kept the, the consistency of, you know, 12 and over, 12 and over. They just kept going. Uh, there was a bit of dew around. Pakistan didn't bowl that well. Um, and, I, I mean, Jimmy Neesham was amazing. We, we didn't talk much about him because of what was happening on the other side with Chapman. But I do wonder, I mean, a lot of this game is played in the head. And... I wonder if, you know, Chapman was going home that night or early in the morning. His bags were packed. Um, He probably thought, oh, you know, I've had a great series. I've got nothing to lose. We need 12 and over. I'm just going to play some shots. And that's how you should always play cricket. And he's gone out there and expressed himself. And then that was the result. Because he's always been a guy that's been on the bench and in and out all the time. Then suddenly he plays an innings like that, gets back to the hotel, and there's a video of him taking his bags, which were already packed, walking to reception and getting a new key card for his room because he was staying for the one day. So a pretty cool story. And I've got to take my hats off to the selectors and to New Zealand cricket to say, you know what? This guy deserves a one-day spot. And then he plays in the first game. So very rarely does that happen. And I wonder how many countries would have actually done that, where they go, actually, this guy's going to stay on. So, yeah, hats off to them. And with World Cup blooming, you know, he becomes an option. There's just so many options for that number three spot in one-day cricket. Like maybe Chapman becomes an option if Latham moves up to number three. But then maybe, you know, Will Young opens and Devin Conway goes down to three. Maybe Glenn Phillips goes <laughs> into three and, or everyone jumps up a spot because Mitchell batted at three yesterday and scored 100. So maybe Mitchell bats at three and Latham bats at four, but then who's at five? So... It's, there's just so many um, combinations that we could use, but I just hope that we don't cloud things by giving too many people an opportunity. I hope we can just settle in on it. Um, and, you know, Chad Bowes might be someone who scores a big hundred here, and then does he come into contention? So, yeah, it's, uh, it's an interesting time with Kane Williamson out and all the, the batting options that we've got, but it's a crucial position. Number three is a crucial position in one-day cricket. Hope you're keeping up, boys and girls. A lot of options, as Grant has pointed out. I'm struggling to keep up. Uh, that was quite a long list. We'll drill down a little bit deeper um, in, in just a moment. But the, the selectors do listen to the Saturday session, Grant. It's, that's well known around cricketing circles. <laughs> and last week, we highlighted the fact that Mark Chapman uh, has a list day average, career career average of, you know, close to 50. Um, yes, he had a very lean four, uh, four trophies, four trophy, um, but other than that, he's been very consistent at the domestic level. But you raised this exact point during uh, our chat last week, and he reiterated it after his heroics in the 100. I'm getting consistent games now. I know I'm getting a run of games, and you talk about how, how important that is um, at, 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 that, um, at that level. It's so 
important. I reckon it's actually the strength of New Zealand cricket. I mean, let's be honest, like Henry Nichols got that test run in Wellington where he had had so many failures leading up to that. And he returned the favour by scoring a double hundred. And, you know, like I think the players, they know they're going to get an extended run. Whereas I think when I played, I thought, geez, every game felt like it was going to be my last. And it's tough enough playing the game you know, when, you know, there's enough pressure on the field and having that anxiety of like, you know, having to score runs to stay in the team. And I think it's a dangerous place to be because then I think people are sometimes happy with 30s and 40s because they get another game. But having that consistency of lineup and selection, but not only that, but it's the consistency of role so that you can dominate your role and you can practice your role. So role clarity is is massive and it's a real strength. Whereas I look at, you know, Pakistan for the T20s, they pick like five openers and then they just throw them in the order. And, um, you know, it was like Jason Roy playing the IPL the other day. He batted at four. Well, like, why is he coming in at four? Decent innings. But when he got picked up in the auction, he would have thought, oh, I'll be opening. Like, you know, uh, that's the, that's where I bat. Um, and he opened the yeah. other night, which was a better selection. But you need that role clarity. So I find selections and selectors one of the most important pieces of the puzzle, um, along with the coach and captain, because if you get that right, you can create an environment of confidence, clarity, and um, and consistency. The three Cs. There you go. There's three Cs there. Now let's move beyond C to D. Daryl Mitchell. He should bet number three. He got 100, Grant. Haven't we just decided it? Daryl Mitchell bet three. Is it that simple? I don't think it's that simple because there's one question mark, and I'd say the question mark would be Finn Allen because I don't think Finn Allen at the moment, I don't think he'd be a dead certainty. So, you know, does that mean Will Young comes into the picture? Could Devin Conway bat at three? There's a lot of options for three, but I like the simplicity of that. Let's just go, Daryl Mitchell's at three, he's performed. Where does Tom Latham bat? Is he at four or is he at five? He struggled a bit last night, Tom Latham, but we know, you know, his quality in terms of resurrecting an innings if we're in trouble. That's why I quite like him at five. Um, yes, same. But, yeah, let, let, let's play Let's play Daryl Mitchell at three. It was a great hundred. I mean, did you see his wagon wheel, Daniel? No. No, I, di- I, I didn't. All I know is I, he got 113 off 115, hit 11 fours and a six. He was going at a pretty good rate. So I'll tell you about his wagon wheel. His wagon wheel was just in the V. I think he hit something like 74% of his runs in the V. And the rest was, you know, square and behind square. Whereas um, Fakhar Zaman hit 74% behind himself and square the wicket. So, you know, he stuck to his strengths. He kept it simple. And you know that, like, when you start playing cricket, the, the MCC coaching manual always used to say, hit the ball in the V because it was the safest place because you're presenting the full face of the bat. And that's what he did the whole innings. He kept it simple and he went to run a ball, 100. All right, let's play our favourite game that you've never played with me before, uh, but we'll play now. It is called Grant Elliott's Current, but very likely to change and often before the opening game of the Cricket World Cup 11. Um, I I want you to give me your current Black Caps 11 to play the first game of the Cricket World Cup. Yes, Grant Elliott, this will change often. But this week, it's like your power rankings, I guess. Who's opening? Okay. Gun to your head. Okay, so I'm going to open with uh, Finn Allen and Devin Conway. 
All right. Who's coming in at number three, Grant Elliott? Number three, as we spoke about, to me, it's got to be in subcontinent conditions. He's batted so well um, in the T20 World Cup as well, opening. He's probably one of our best all three format players at the moment is Daryl Mitchell. It's Daryl Mitchell. At number four, Grant Elliott, you are playing whom? Number four, this is going to be a tough one. The reason why it's tough is because I like Latham at five. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shift Latham up. I might – actually, you know what? I'm going to go Glenn Phillips at four. I'm going to go for someone explosive. That way, we've got Finn Allen and Conway. Then we've got someone a little bit more circumspect in Daryl Mitchell. Mm-hmm. Then we've got a little bit more power because I like a little bit of yin and yang. I like someone who's, <laughs> who's playing shots at one end. And at the other end, I like someone who's rotating the strike, but also the ability to hit fours. Right, there's your top five. Alan Conway, Mitchell, Phillips, Latham. Who bats at number six? Have we got uh, Nisham? No. Nisham, six. Nisham, six. Who's at seven? Satin, seven. Eight. I'm going to have to go with either Sodi or Saudi. Okay. Sodi or Saudi. Okay, you're straddling a fence there. I will accept it. I will accept okay. it. Um, conditions based. Well, conditions just, based. Yeah, I'm definitely putting in Ferguson. Yes. Ferguson and Henry. And then uh, is, Bolt, is, is Bolt available? I still don't know if he's available or not. Well, no, this is your team. You can choose anyone uh, who is a current active New Zealand cricketer. You know he's in my team, mate. Okay. We've been fighting over this for months. Okay, so Bolt's in there. So how many have I got there? Have I got 12? I'm just staring at my mobile phone, so I can't... Uh, no, I you have got Nisham at got. six, Santa at seven, Sodi or Southie at eight, Ferguson, Henry, and Bolt. So you're leaving out, I guess, uh, another spinning option. You could go a Bracewell or, or something of the sort. Uh, but yeah, you've gone Sodi, Sodi, yeah, we, we have to bracket Nisham with Bracewell, depending on the conditions. Okay. And then Sodi and Sodi, Saudi and Henry are all bracketed, depending on who they want to play there. Because I think Bolt's left right. arm, um, Ferguson's pace, you've got the wrist spin of Sodi, left arm ortho of Satna, you've got the potential of playing a medium pacer in, in Nisham, the all-rounder, medium pacer, or if it's a Bunsen burner, you're playing Bracewell as the off-spinning option and the power header. Interesting. Solid squad. Uh, that, is a solid squad. That was Grant Elliott's current, but very likely to change, and often World Cup 11 team. We're a number of months away. It will change lots. All right, Grant Elliott, let's wrap <laughs> this one up. Uh, New Zealand go down. Pakistan made the run chase. Look, reasonably comfortable getting home. Five wickets down. What chance of New Zealand? I, I give them every chance to win one. Beyond that, though, I have my serious doubts. Um, can they can they win a, another one-day series in Pakistan, you know, mere months after doing it? Well, I worked it out. Um, since 1984, all the games we've played in Pakistan and series we've played in Pakistan, we've played 18 one-day games and we've won four. Two of those two of those came in January. So we won yeah. the series in January, the first ever series we've beaten Pakistan. So we have beaten them before, but that was with our nine. Like in 69-70, wasn't it? Wasn't it? 
Didn't we win one in like '69? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. The first series was in 1984, and I think we won one game there, and we won one in the middle somewhere uh, around the sort of '90s. Um, and then we won the two in January. So that, that's our four one day games. But we weren't far off yesterday. I mean, we were, we were 30 runs shy. I thought that we were going to um, lose in the 44th, 45th, but we were 30 runs shy. And the reason why we were 30 runs shy is we didn't dominate the power play. And Pakistan bowls so well at the death. We got, we got 49 runs in the power play uh, with the first 10 overs. And at the death, we got 59 runs. So there's 108 runs in uh, yeah. 20 overs. So, you know, those are the overs that you should be dominating. The middle, I actually think we batted better than Pakistan through the middle. Um, so, you know, we got wickets uh, against them, whereas all of our wickets came at sort of the death. Speaking to Daryl Mitchell after the game, he said it's so difficult at the death because they nailed the Yorker. And he said the ball is just like, it feels like hitting a beanbag, he said. It's just like, there's just nothing on it. So, which tells you even more that you have to dominate the power play. And we went, you know, 49, we lost a one wicket with, with Chad Bowes and Will Young kicked on. But that's why I think Finn Allen is an option because I think that you need someone who's going to provide that impetus in the power play um, and give you that, that power. So 30 runs shy, hopefully that's what they're reflecting on. I think we bowled decently, we bowled well enough. Uh, Ish Sodi was impressive, especially when Barbara Azam came in. Uh, he came in and Ish Sodi asked some serious questions. We went upstairs for a review. I thought it was going to be out. It was just outside the line. Uh, but he was turning the ball both ways. There was bounce. Um, and now with the, the, the rules of only having four out uh, in the outer ring, um, it makes it difficult for spinners. So you have to be attacking. Um, otherwise, you're going to leak runs. So I think we've got a chance. It's just whether or not we, we take advantage of that power play. Grant, we miss you. We can't wait to have you back whenever that may be, but we do appreciate your time uh, dropping by. And be safe in the knowledge I have not ploughed through all the rum and cue product uh, from our gift box. <laughs> I, I, I've, I've, I've only <laughs> used it sporadically. I, I'm thinking of you, and I have to say, and you probably need to run a tape over this, um, I can't believe I'm going to say it, I love soft cock. It's amazing. It's amazing. The soft cock rub, that's uh, CO... Q for you in, in, in infantiles. It's French. It's French. <laughs> it's an all-purpose rub for pork, fish, and chicken. It is just magnificent, Grant. More for the soft cock. Magnificent. I, I can't wait to do the jingle for that when we get back. It probably invo involves my name and the name of the rub. Brilliant. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I can, I look I can see why. I, I yes. can see why they've jumped all over it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just perfect for us, isn't it? Grant, stay safe, stay alive. We'll catch up again next week, mate. Miss you. Ta-da. I miss you, brother. See ya.